Good morning, good evening, and good afternoon, all, and welcome to this fortnight's installment of the Ish Plus Six podcast, the podcast series where you could discover your next favorite artist. On this episode, I am joined by the one and only Zaya. Zaya is based in Atlanta and has consistently been putting music out over the past few years, with his most recent project from last year, Very Alone, being my personal favorite. Make sure you guys all go check out his stuff. With that said, welcome Zaya to the podcast. Welcome to the Is Plus Six podcast, guys. The podcast series where you could discover your next favorite artist. On this episode, I am joined by the one and only Zaya. Let's go, let's go. What's going on, Zaya? How are you doing, man? What's going on, man? What's going on? I'm chilling. I'm chilling. So tell us all where you're, uh, where you're coming to us from. Uh, I'm coming to you out of Atlanta, Georgia, a little city that you may know now with like hip hop going the way it's going and shit like that. But I'm from Atlanta, man, coming all the way across the seas to the UK to chill with my boy, talk about some shit. That's sick, man. Thank you for coming to join us, by the way. Um, so in case you haven't seen this podcast before, we always start off with like a little joke. Today's no different. So here we go. <laughs> What building in your town has the most stories? Like, like, is this like an answer joke? Like, is that a correct answer to the joke? I mean, kind of, yeah, I guess. It's just like, it's just a standard joke. <laughs> what building in my town has the most stories? Huh. The... History story? Public library. That, um... Oh, damn. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> forget that, forget yeah, that. Let's... Yeah. I was <laughs> trying to figure it out, too. I was like, man, what is that? I know it's a fucking answer, bro. I know it's the answer. My dumb ass was thinking, like, it has to be history. Something, something that has to do with history. Nah, it's, it's just another one of those dumb jokes, man, honestly. um, But anyways, let's just get right into the questions. Uh... Yeah, let's just start. So, when I was looking, just going through your Spotify and all of that, I noticed that your bio on there is, I make music so people don't feel alone. Um, is there a main reason for you choosing that as your bio? Yeah, really, I wrote that shit. I wrote that shit so long ago, bro. And I wrote it just because, like, usually I'm alone. Like, I'm very introverted. So, being that that is how it is, you know, I feel like a lot of the times I write my music for people who like are kind of like in the same headspace, you know what I'm saying, in the same feeling, in the same train of thought that I am. So um, that's basically like shit. I write music for the people like me, you know what I'm saying? So you don't feel like you're the only one going through something or you're the only one who, you know, is dealing with certain things or certain you know my states or whatever the fuck so that's pretty much what i wrote yeah i get you man is that is that like the main reason behind you making music though or is that just uh sort of like something that is on the sidelines it's more sort sort of on the sidelines just because that's so much of like a part of me and growing up and you know not really having a lot of people to, you know, really call friends and cause things like that. So 
I, I don't think that's the main reason why I make music. The main reason, like, the first reason is because of me, you know what I'm saying? Because, I, one, I like to make it, and two, you know, I always tell my friends, like, you know, it, it's really like a diary, you know what I'm saying? It's like I can go and listen to songs that I've made and listen to what I was talking about and know what I was going through. Yeah. In whatever time when, when that song came out or something like that. And it's it's a diary that you can listen to and it, you know, it changes your emotion. It changes the way you want to, you know, move or, you know what I'm saying? Like that different shit like that is the first reason why, you know, and what comes along with that is the fact that other people feel like myself, you know what I'm saying? So being that that is the case you know what i'm saying that obviously comes along with that as well yeah i get you man i get you yeah that makes sense um moving on from that a lot of your music what i've noticed is that it's pretty difficult to categorize as a certain genre and you've probably heard this a bunch from a bunch of other people as well um is there a specific genre that you feel you're trying to portray through your music or is it like uh do as you want kind of thing and just Feel it out. Feel what. Feel what vibes with you that's best. I guess. Also, like that shit is like one of the best and the worst things because of the fact of you know it's not easy to label that. You know, it's not easy. Like I feel like there's kind of sonically a path that people follow when they when they get locked into a niche. You know what I'm saying? That yeah. okay, this is my sound, these are the drums that I like, these are whatever the fuck, you know what I'm saying? And I feel like I've just for so long I've been on like I've been on let me just do what I want. Let me just make what I feel like making. You know? Uh, and you know what comes with that is versatility you know what i'm saying what comes with that is you know being able to make whatever you want to fucking make and, yeah. and you know you keep putting stuff out like that and eventually people just you know know you for that but still i'll i find myself trying to make my music you know and i'm gonna grow to it you know one day i'm growing as we speak but i find myself trying to make all the versatile sounds I have sound consistent to like one sound so I could try to put it in a box. And like that shit is like the hardest fucking thing ever. So I'm still like, I guess, looking for that, I guess, you know what I'm saying? Like, yeah, I feel like as long as the music sounds like me, you know what I'm saying, is the most important thing, you know? Like, yeah, exactly. That's the way the industry is though. And it makes it really hard to, to do that because people have a hard time putting you like okay this is if this is your sound this is your crowd it's easy to sell to that crowd we already know that crowd yeah. we don't know your sound we don't know where your crowd is you know what i'm saying we don't know you know so it, it's difficult in that aspect but at the same time it's freeing just being able to do what i want yeah exactly yeah so i suppose the next question kind of follows on from that answer um can you sort of see yourself see your sounds changing as time goes on basically so into the future can you see yourself working on something completely different to what you're sounding like now i would say yes i make different shit all the time bro my style is changing like 
it changes all the time. Like if, even if you listen to the project before very long, you know yeah. what I'm saying? That shit is so different, you know? And even if you listen to the songs on very long, like, and I love that project to death, but all those songs, like, they're very different from one another. You know what I'm saying? They're, yeah, it's yeah. Like, they're very like, you know, on the like on the spectrum of like whatever the fuck you know hip hop is and rock is and you know like they're very mixed in between you know what I'm saying it's not yeah. like one this is hip hop this is hip hop this is hip hop this is rock this is R and B you know what I'm saying it's, it's sort of like it's blends of different this. genres together kind of yeah but if you if you go back and you listen you know even if you listen to some of the shit on my SoundCloud like this my sound has changed so much you know and it, it, the, I feel like the more that I do it, you know, the more I found my sound or what I want to do, the closer that I get to the music, you know, uh, the more things just stop, like the boxes fall kind of, and the more it's just not a niche, but it's just me, you know what I'm saying? Instead of it just being like, okay, this is what this type of music, no, this is what Zayn makes, you know what I'm saying? This is what we know of him for, you know what I'm saying? And it can, be whatever you know i just want it to be good quality whatever it is as an artist is zaya a different person a different persona from who you are outside of music i guess because um i suppose in with different artists you know like childish gambino is apparently like a different character to donald glover and you get all these different personas um that artists have to their true selves would you say that zaya is a different person to who you are outside of music uh, that's a really good question uh, i i feel like i feel like yes and no at the same time like and i know that's conflicting answers but it's yeah. like even outside of of music you know what i'm saying like you have a you wear a different mask to different shit all the time you know what i'm saying like Absolutely, you might not yeah. be who you are at work who you are at home who you are when you go to the library or who you are whenever the fuck you know what i'm saying so i feel like there's always there's like always like a spectrum you know what i'm saying and yeah. there's always going to be a difference between all the masks that you wear but does that like make you less you you know what i'm saying trust me man there's a reason why my white voice has been used so much like within within my life you know yeah. that's just a really hard question you know to to even answer man like because it'd be it'd be like if it i feel like and i don't know maybe childish gambino like when he started it was intentional that he did that you know what i'm saying so i don't want to claim that yeah this is my alter ego you know what i'm saying and i didn't intend it to be you know what i'm saying i didn't say hey i'm gonna sit down and this is gonna be my alter ego and i'm gonna release everything you know it's yeah. just, I had a nickname, my friends gave me a nickname, and I used that nickname as a stage name, you know what I'm saying? Yeah, is, some um, Everybody's my friend or something like that. Is Zaya your, so is Zaya close to your actual name, or is it um, completely different? My actual name is Isaiah. Isaiah, oh, okay. 
So yeah, uh, kind of similar then. Yeah, I can see the. Yeah, that's you know just something that's real easy to say. And I had a homie whose name was the I I Xavier, right? And they call him Zay. Really, really okay. Yeah. And I kind of didn't have no friends, so I met him. And I joined his friend group, and they was already calling him Zay. So, you know. <laughs> yeah, exactly. Yeah, I mean, honestly, it could have been worse. You could have, um, I don't know, gone with one of you could have gone with your middle name or something. And sometimes middle names can be a bit embarrassing. I don't know. I don't know about okay. you personally. <laughs> my, personally, bro, I don't even know. My, my, my uh, middle name is Jason, so I don't know if that would be a cool stage name. <laughs> Okay, so my next question following on from the persona question, who would you say, this this question, you've probably heard this a lot, but who, for the listeners, who would you say your biggest inspirations are? And um, following on from that, which parts of their music would you say that we can see within your own? Uh, I'd say a lot of the music that I listen to is like either Frank Ocean, Kanye West, or you know, I listen to Tyler. I mean, I listen to pretty much, you know, a lot of people. You know what I'm saying? Like, yeah. it's not just so much of like one main person who I'm inspired by. You know, I listen to new music that comes out you know what i'm saying i listen to old shit like old old shit just to listen to it sometimes like if i hear somebody else has listened to it like sometimes you just go through those rabbit holes on youtube and shit like that like yeah absolutely. sometimes it's just shit that you know my mom would play you know and you play some of those shits like all day you know what i'm saying but it's not something that like I don't have like a routine of this is who I listen to, this is who I, whatever. You know what I'm saying? It's just depending on how I feel. You know, it's depending on who I play, you know? And I always start with, you know, like people my parents might've put me on to, or people like, and it always starts on YouTube because I like to go down like those, uh, those mixes. Yeah. That's on a stage. Fucking, it's, it's pretty much just doing that, you know, in the moment. You know, it's not like this one person. Nothing structured. It's more like sporadic, I guess. Yeah, yeah, yeah. That's exactly uh, the word I'm looking for. Yeah, that makes sense, man. Yeah, absolutely. And I mean, I can definitely see the elements of um, all you said, you know, Tyler Frank and Kanye in your own music. There were definitely elements of those guys in there especially in you know some of the tracks from very alone it's almost like <laughs> it's almost like what i would think would happen if you merged all three of them together you know but, yeah uh, i don't know i just i don't know i i don't really i don't really think about think about it in like in the moment of creating like you know like my my homie just told me the other like the other day when I was in the studio, he was like, he was like, oh yeah, I listened to this song and I use that flow on this song, right? Because he like he'll listen to a song and be like, okay, I will use that flow, like, yeah. And then took that like a few weeks ago, I've never even thought to like use like, this is a song, 
I'm gonna use this flow on this song from, that I got from this song. I was like, damn, that is kind of a good way to get flows out, to get ideas out. But I've never yeah. thought of that shit. I mean, I know when Drake did it um, with, you know, XXX Tentacion with Look At Me. I know when Drake did it on KMT, X got pretty pissed off, but. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, no, I can definitely see the advantages of it. Oh, he's so like good at like finding, probably discovering music one, and then like adapting it to like like the way he would do it. You know what I'm saying? Like it's crazy. That's the talent in himself. Yeah, exactly. Drake is a talented guy. I do think. Um, do you? Know what? <laughs> I don't want to get into the whole discourse about the whole Drake and Kanye situation, but you know there is. There, there is definitely some stuff going on there where his music could be a bit, could have a bit more substance, I guess. I guess that's what I'm trying to say. <laughs> yeah, I, I don't know. I feel like they're two very different guys, man. So, like, when with that whole Kanye and, like, Drake thing that was going on, like, there's two different types of music for two different types of times that you want to listen to. Like I said, like, I don't know. I don't, there's a space, man, for everything. You know, you just got to find, like, you know, your people, you know? But there's a space for everything. Yeah. Like, Drake does have, um, like, you don't sit down and listen to Drake, you know? Like, you don't Anthony Fantano Drake, but you do, like, Anthony Fantano listen to Kanye, if you know him. You know Anthony Fantano, right? Yeah. Um, yeah, you don't really, like, sit down and judge music by Drake like CLB was <sighs> CLB was something else com compared to Donda let's just say that I mean yeah I mean hey man like I don't know I like I like both of the albums bro I'm not gonna lie I, I like Drake's album just because Drake he gets you in your like your feelings for real you know like Kanye is like okay like you know when you listen to a Kanye album you're discovering new things you know what yeah. I'm saying you listen to a Drake album, right? And it gives you like a certain feeling to a certain time. It's really like soundtracks to life. You know what I'm saying? Like that not to true, be yeah. beat or nothing, but you know, he creates music that, you know, people play in times where they're doing things and they're creating memories. You know what I'm saying? And Kanye might as well, you know what I'm saying? But will you listen to a Kanye because you love Kanye? You know what I'm saying? Or you yeah. fuck with you know what I'm saying? You gonna hear Drake, no matter what. That's that's really true. Yeah, you're gonna hear him no matter what. Whereas with Kanye, you'll hear the, the effects of Kanye because exactly. You know he's he's defined sounds like he's created new sounds for music over time. You know, yeah. like Jesus and 808s have created so many new artists new artists over time when you think about it it's crazy nah bro it's Kanye is definitely uh, one of if not the greatest uh, musical creators in our time you know absolutely yeah. influence on music and more more than just music as well you know what I'm saying? Like, you know, he influences a lot of shit. You know what I'm saying? So, um, he is 
definitely one of the great thinkers of our time. Let me uh go um check on my dog real quick. No worries, man. Look, do what do what you need to do. <laughs> on very alone, you come off as a very vulnerable character, laying your feelings out there for the listeners to um, experience on the EP or compilation. How do you deal with self consciousness when it comes to being vulnerable in your music? Uh, like I, um, I said earlier. Um, because it goes hand in hand, actually. Um, the music is like a diary, you know, to me. You know what I'm saying? So it's not really hard, you know, when being self-conscious. I mean, not when being self-conscious, but when being vulnerable um, on the music. Uh, just because when I make it, it's so much like a releasing of like emotions or like maybe shit I might have went through or things or whatever that is. So I think that um, kind of comes naturally. Yeah, yeah, I guess. So you don't like, um, so I suppose what I'm asking is if you feel, I suppose, conscious that, you know, oh, there's someone listening to this and this is really personal to me and, you know, is or is it? Is it something different to that? Do you not feel anything like that when you release music? Uh, not really. I mean, I feel like I talk about shit when I feel like talking about it. So I don't really feel like. Um, I don't really feel like. I never really think of like. If I'm not ready to talk about it, I won't talk about it. So it's never really a thing of me asking myself, is this too vulnerable? Because if, you know, if I, you know, I wouldn't even think to say it, you know what I'm saying? Yeah. It was, you know what I'm saying? But um, I feel like a lot of the times it's, myself just letting out whatever I'm going through and whatever comes out just comes out and it's not really a thing of like oh do I want or are people listening or you know what I'm saying because the first is just what I want to say you know like it's not really I'm not really thinking of okay what is this person gonna think about this being said you know what i'm saying like what is this gonna how is this gonna come across when this you know i mean of course it comes like you you think about shit so i'm not gonna say i don't think about that but like when it's when i'm just talking about things or being vulnerable about how i feel like i don't feel like there's ever a time where i'm questioning like you know is this too much or who's listening to this to this at the time of like, you know, writing it or anything like that. Like I get you, man. Yeah, that makes sense. Um all of your tracks have, you know, all of them have generally pretty impressive amounts of streams, which is, you know, especially worth mentioning considering how recently you started releasing music on Spotify consistently. Mm-hmm. Can you describe to us the feeling of hitting a million streams for the first time on one of your tracks and also which which one was the first to hit a million as well if you even remember that the first one i feel like i think to ever hit a million was this song i had called slow it down 
Um, I want to say that was the first one to hit a million. And I don't, I don't know, man. It's it's hella indescribable. It's hella indescribable just because I started music so recently as well. You know what I'm saying? So yeah. doing it, you know, like starting in high school or in like coming up or like ending high school, like junior, like I feel like it was like kind of like sophomore, summer, junior year, some shit I got into it. Um, but. And this is in high school. Then this is in high school, yeah. But yeah, the the feeling is pretty much indescribable because starting from there, you know, you start from fucking zero, you know, so and you watch yourself go from zero to a hundred to a thousand to. So I mean, I feel like that's pretty indescribable, you know. And I feel like more times than not, you know, it's a journey of getting there, and, you know, just you know, people listening, you know what I'm saying? Because like at at one time. Nobody was, you know. So yeah. it, it, it's the crazy. It, it, it's the craziest thing. Like it, it's hella undescribable. Yeah, every time you go, like you do num- more numbers than you did in the past. It's a good feeling, you know. But like anytime we really actually hit a hit a million, and there's a million people listening to your song. There's a million people who heard you. You know, you feel good. You know, even if it's two million, you know. But I always like when I was first starting, I always would tell myself like, you know. All I have to do is, you know, get one new fan a day, you know, and then eventually, you know what I'm saying? So, yeah, I kind of in the background of my mind, that's kind of stuck, you know. Yeah, exactly. And I mean, <laughs> honestly, to be fair, if we look at your monthly listeners, it looks like more than one new fan a day. So you're doing pretty well so far. <laughs> um, I need to get their music out bro i need to get some music out man for real listen you can't force it 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 it's a process it's like you can't force arts to come out you know it's uh it's something that has to come out naturally but yeah um, yeah i mean you, you you understand what i'm trying to say um i, I get it bro Moving on from that, it's pretty common knowledge at this point that you are from Atlanta. Um, I mean, that's one of the first thing that com- things that comes up when, you know, we Google you. It's, I've heard that it's not necessarily known for being the safest place in America. Can you see yourself going back to visit regularly if you do end up, like, um, actually going mainstream to the point where you end up, you know, being as big as some of the biggest artists right now yeah nah yeah that's I, I don't even think I can live anywhere else just because like you know I don't know like I've this is my home bro you know what I'm saying I mean I don't I don't feel like I'm safe you know what I'm saying like yeah. there's there's some places that are way unsafer you know there's a lot of you know it's a big city so big city shit happens you know what i'm saying like well it's a big small city i feel like that was that's in a that's in a fucking song somewhere i don't fucking know but um it's one of those places where everyone seems to know someone who knows someone basically yeah if you're in like a, if you're in a, a niche like if you like or music or art niche or people know it's it's really small but it's big at the same time but man killing happens but killing happens everywhere break-ins happen a lot but 
they got insurance and i mean <laughs> i mean and you know there's just things you can do to keep yourself safe and things you can do to watch your back i don't think it's a terrible place to live you know what i'm saying i feel like it's really uh, it's really overall starting to change into like one of those cities like maybe at like a la or new york to where it's that big and like stature and name and it's starting to get like though that that type of you know funding ro rolling in and that type of money rolling in for the city and things are starting to you know get rebuilt and redone and you know made into you know spaces where people can be social and things like that so like i don't think it's a bad place to live i i, I feel like when when i blow like you know, I'm not gonna be able to go nowhere. Like I, I can of course go somewhere two, three months, four months if I want to, a year or two, whatever. But I don't think I can live or like if I was to actually like, you know, have if I was to have a family or something, I don't think I could raise them somewhere else just because like everybody that I know like in love, you know, is is here. You know what I'm saying? Yeah, and I guess you could say it's almost ingrained within you like Atlanta is a part of your personality at this point you know and the same could be said about people from London in the UK or people from yeah, I mean, Cardiff I like, or anywhere really I feel like pretty much everybody who's from somewhere has a strong connection to where they're from you know what I'm saying just because that's where they're from you know what I'm saying that's yeah. where they came into the world that you know what I'm saying and that shit is so fucking important you know, and, you know, a lot of people don't think about that, but, you know, this is where you, wherever you, you know, was born or wherever you were raised, being that you were raised, you know, saying well, and not really ways well, but having people around you to have a story and have good memories. And I feel like people who were raised in that kind of like, you know, of course, having your bad things but even the good things even whatever shapes you you know what i'm saying happens where you're from and that shit is really important no matter what happens you know so i feel like people can go off and do whatever but you know yeah. even if i live somewhere for two years or three years but i will come back and this will feel like home because this is where my home is you know what i'm saying i get you man yeah absolutely yeah um, yeah until the day it's not you know until the day <laughs> yeah but you know? i mean that they probably i mean to be fair that they probably that may not come to be honest because you know again it's it's ingrained within you but you know but i mean chat but right now you know like i'm i'm 24 years old and this is this is how i feel right now you know 40 year old me might be like i love i love alaska and this is <laughs> uh, so I want to be, you know, and I know some great people here that I want to build my life around. You know what I'm saying? Like, I feel like, I feel like great we're changing. Bears, yeah. Like, I feel like all the time. Yeah. I don't know. Have Have you ever done shrooms? Um, have you ever done shrooms? Do <laughs> you know what? In case huh? not, for the, for the sake of the people watching, no, I haven't. I, I have I've never done anything like that, like boy. I have eaten mushrooms, yes, but I've never actually, like, you know, partook in... I was, I was, 
okay look so if you you do something like that and it shows you like the it shows you everything is like i don't want to say hypocritical because that's the wrong word but it's not there you know what i'm saying like we're not we change every second you know like you feel new thoughts are just thoughts you know what i'm saying like and it's so hard to fucking explain i sound crazy trying to say it but um the thoughts you have come like this you know what i'm saying and they go like this so thoughts you have today can be you can be a whole different person you know tomorrow you know and not literally tomorrow but things can happen to shape your future and to shape your life into a way that you can never imagine and i can never you know truly understand you know what i'm saying yeah that's so, true man. so when you talk you know what i'm saying it's 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 talking from the understanding of what we have of our world right now whatever you you're dealing with but you know it changes you know and you, you don't have any control so yeah that's so true yeah um my one of my final questions this is the second last one um what can we expect to see next from you are you working on any new projects any new singles anything like that what's um what kind of what kind of things are you working on at the moment uh i'm definitely working on new music man i've been working on new music for a long time there's been a lot of things of course with this corona shit happening that shit jumbled up a lot of what i was working on and the momentum i had coming into it but i feel like now um when i'm closer to the music over that course of period i started like producing myself and then outsourcing some of the things that you know i'm not good at it. I, I want done by other people or things like that but man new music is really new music more shows man like more videos just more content you know what i'm saying like more merchandise just you know just getting back into things you know i just want to release music for real yeah. like i've been trying to release music so there's been a, just a lot of unfor unforeseen circumstances unforeseen circumstance yeah that's been so it's really just man dealing dealing with that fucking making what i can make you know making it the best i can make it and putting it out for it to see how it resonates with people you know and that's just what i'm waiting for so yeah exactly that. seeing how your music resonates with people is one of the you know it's one of those hidden gems of releasing your arts to the world i guess yeah yeah um my final question is before i let you go on your way you are heard by everyone on the planet for 10 seconds what do you say <laughs> oh man that's a fucking good one man what do i say i feel like i would want to come to fuck with people <laughs> be like i would just say some cryptic shit i would be like there's more than i don't know like there's more than me see on some michael bay transformer shit yeah <laughs> <laughs> um, i don't fucking know fucking that's a that's a big stage and i feel like what you say has to be so important because you're talking to everybody yeah you absolutely know? yeah and i mean everyone can understand as well this is a 
this this microphone you're speaking into is one that can be translated into every language. Yeah, so that's crazy. That's a crazy. So what do you say? You know what I'm saying? Like you have that much influence over the world. Things are gonna happen once you say it. You know. So what do I you don't say? People listen to Zayo on Spotify or something. I don't know. <laughs> yeah, I mean, like that shit is like. Go listen to Zay on Spotify. Who then there's you got 10 seconds, you gotta explain all this shit. You know what I'm saying? Like you will want to say something. I feel like saying something and then watching the whole world change for me will be better than people going to listen to my like eight billion people going to listen to my songs and yeah, I'll get fucking paid for it. You know yeah. what I'm saying? But, you know, if you say something that actually makes people like, you know act on it you know because you you say something into a microphone and everybody can hear you like everybody's gonna go crazy at first they're gonna be like what what the fuck <laughs> like did you hear that people are gonna think it's odd so it's like you should say something that's like i don't know i don't Profound, know I guess. I yeah. and, but if you fuck with people either way you still see the world change before your eyes and morph into whatever the fuck it morphs from because yeah, exactly. of that point I feel like that should be crazy, bro. Yeah, for real, man. Absolutely. I mean, for me personally, I'd, I'd probably just promote something. I mean, I ask this question to everyone I have on the podcast just to, I don't know, just just to get some perspective on where, where their heads are. Other than that, I think this is a good place to close off the episode, to round it off. Um, listeners of the Ish Plus Six podcast, thank you for listening. Zaya, thank you for making an appearance on this podcast is there anything you'd like to say just before we uh close things off uh stream more zaya you know what i'm saying and thank you for listening to the podcast absolutely man my dog keeps getting on my damn bed and it's fucking annoying me but other than that man i shit i I appreciate y'all for having me on the podcast man like i i'm i'm excited to share like more of myself and more of my music with anybody who is willing to listen so yeah. um thanks you know what's your what's your dog's name by the way before before we close I this have, up uh, i have one dog named sammy and i have another dog named juma juma nice yeah like like this like the song because i made up the word you know what i'm saying oh, i think i made up <laughs> i don't know but yeah uh sammy and juma yeah that's really cool man. um but yeah no that's a good place to close off the this episode um listeners of the podcast you guys need to make sure you go check out zaya on all music platforms my personal favorite tracks are wings and very alone uh, keep it real and i will see you later alligators